know what I think the, the, the biggest challenge is that, to me, is that people haven't read enough Arthur C. Clarke. Arthur, Arthur C. Clarke. Arthur C. Clarke. Arthur C. Clarke. I, it could, because if you read to me, in my opinion, if you read 2001, if you read all that, to me, that is some of the deepest. In fact, I've read them multiple times. I love those books because, specifically that last one, because the guy comes, he's found frozen in space and they revive him in 3001. And everybody there is, is, is what you're talking about. You know, there's, you know, there's, there's, um, the languages change, the cultures change. Just like 300 years ago or 1,000 years ago, races were different on the Earth, on Earth now. They'll, in another thousand years from now, they'll be a lot different as well. I mean, you go to Walmart, you can tell we're all mixing. Wherever there's human beings, we mix and match, match and make babies and become something new all oh. the time. You know. Yeah, I mean, you, you, there's probably uh, at least you for some uh, Aboriginal tribe that's never been seen, or you know, in one of these patches of ground that is virgin, truly virgin. You're, there's no such thing as a pure of one race anymore. Anywhere in the world, I can, I, I just cannot even fathom it. You're going to have bits, parts, and pieces of everybody in you. I mean, heck, even, you know, uh, white people, Caucasian people. Yeah. Somewhere down the line, there's probably, you know, some African-American DNA in the chain. It may be umpteen generations back. I mean, but, you know, a lot of people forget. Even the ones that, you know, do all the Bible things. We started from two people. So that means that everybody is related. Everybody's <laughs> the same race and species. <laughs> Adam yeah. and Eve, two people. <laughs> Man, let me, you speaking of this, and, it, and it's, it's just, this will blow some people's minds probably, but I, I, recently I started listening to John Mellencamp's music, and I went back and downloaded all of his albums. And uh, I've been in a vehicle a lot, so I started listening to interviews with this guy. And it's just, you know, just, looked at his career and then and I noticed in around 2014 he uh, he mentioned that he had found out that um, and not that he found out but he, he released it that his grandmother this is John Mellicat one of the most cracker you know middle of America white people there is is his grandmother was uh, African American And he said it just blew him away. And then, because he'd already, he's always been, you know, played music with people of all kinds of races, and, you know, black, white, whatever, you know, he just always has. But he was, he started out young. Of course, you know, I'm fascinated by music, but he started out younger, focusing on other things. But uh, I tell you this, though, uh, the, the thing, though, that kind of, it really fascinates me is 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 that Arthur C. Clarke series though. Did you ever, have you ever read that that thing about uh, 2001 or watched the movie of any of that, Donald? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've I've watched the movie. I haven't read the books. Uh, and and I, you know, I I read a lot, and uh, you know, kind of a call back to a previous thing, you know, about this very thing. People reading, uh, you know. I mean, I read a bunch of that stuff, so it is right up my alley. It is a little dry for me, but now that's me personally. But if somebody, as far as the literary work of the imagination of what the human race could get to, 
and I would, I'm going to say realistic <laughs> view of what could happen, uh, but it's realistic within the realm of fiction, you know what I mean? Uh, because they're great examples of the, the, you know, of life and continuing and spreading the species and, you know, like him coming back and, uh, yeah. that stuff. It, it, it's a really great example of, yeah, if you look at enough time passes, what you knew, you'll wake up out of time and out of place. It'll be a totally different thing now. Oh, man, uh, that's, that's a profound statement right there. And of course, with Arthur C. Clarke, and you make a very good point about him, is that I can't read a lot of this stuff. A lot of it is way too dry, even for me. But I've read that, and I suffered through it. And actually, 2001 was written after the movie came out, I think. I mean, it was developed from a script. But, so it's kind of weird. So in 68 or 69, and the guy's attributed to making the, uh, the satellite, and he's the one that created the idea of a satellite of like that uh, Elon Musk is throwing into the sky right now. But, but to me, though, it's that he, uh, he, he took, basically what he's done is, is, is that he was able to, to, uh, he's dead now. He died very old, but Arthur C. Clarke was able to put, uh, a lot of technical jargon to the average person. That's, that's, that's his, that's what I, that's what I, what I see with him. He slowed it way down, man. Dealing with how 9000, that computer that, yeah. that they dealt with. I mean, I mean, but now that, that, if you, if you have the patience to watch that thing of how they put that monolith there and it somehow impacted these human beings and it watched them grow and it helped them grow through the years and stuff and, you know, and that's, you know, that's still popular culture now. I mean, people, like you mentioned the UFOs and stuff, I mean, I talk to people all the time. And, of course, I, I'm, I'm kind of agnostic on, on the UFO thing. I mean, I, I, do, I do believe that in the whole universe, there's probably millions and trillions of different kinds of beings that are similar to us in some ways, you know, in some sense of intelligence and, you know, developing electricity through wires and speaking through computers and shit like that, you know. I mean, there's probably shit that have done, like, have done that. But what I don't understand or don't comprehend is something like that reaching us. And if it, and if it did, I, I would probably be very scared you know, because that would be a lot for me to to to, to swallow personally. Yeah, and and I can understand that, and it, I can't say you know one way or the other. I mean, I'm with you, you know, 100 percent on you know. I have no doubt there's life somewhere. I mean, it's too big, too vast, too many places, you know. But I mean, we're also talking about. Uh, you know, the basis of science and stuff. You know, we're seeing you know the light we see here. Of course, you know. Uh, depending on which star, I mean, you know, if it's a hundred light years away, you know, you're seeing the light from a hundred years ago. All right, so, you know, the further out you get, of course, the older it is. So the things we could be seeing, and some of them I could believe is, you know, they might be probes, they might be people passing through, you know, and hey, we are radiating out in the space, all kinds of stuff. And uh, if you're a race that, you know, has developed, you know, the general principle, but if physics is the same everywhere, which it should be, you know, because of the universal principles of physics, uh, they would be able to read them and pick them up, and, you know, hey, maybe they just swing by and go, oh, that's what's making all that noise, and just have no interest at all in us, uh, period. No contact, no nothing, and just, oh, well, here's another planet that's got some people on it, and go on, because really, if I could fly millions of light years through space, 
I really have no interest in stopping and going, hey, you bunch of retards. Yeah. Eventually, well, you'll be us if you'll survive. Now, shut yeah. up. And, and, <laughs> and of course, they may, whatever that they may be, you're, you're right. They, they could be something so big. See, we forget about it. We, we think that everything is planetary, but, I mean, there's, 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 who says that what's intelligent like us isn't bigger than that. Who who can't who's to say that they're not on an order of magnitude of five hundred million times bigger than the largest galaxy here? And if that's the case, then a galaxy is just a we don't know how big we are. We I mean we just think we seem to think that we're somewhere in the middle, but we could be vastly wrong. I mean we could be oh. you know, infinitely infinitely, infinitely small. We not we it, 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 we don't even we may be like some deep Thing even inside a cell inside of the, inside of us to them that they would have to just uh, even something further than that. I don't know. What do you well, think? And, well, and that's the thing is, is the human mind, and you know, I can see you know what I can imagine, but I know you know the human mind can't imagine the the, the vast size of you know hell just the distance from the you know the Earth to the Moon. You know, people, you know, still really just do not comprehend it. So, you know, when you start talking about our just the distance from here to the edge of our solar system only, I mean, the, the, how long it would take to get there. There's no way, you know, people are even remotely able to comprehend the distances involved with these others. So if there are anybody that comes through and visit us, they are absolutely on multitudes above us. You know, yeah. uh, be that because they're so vast, uh, you know, and just spread out and getting everywhere, or be it because they just have the technology to do it. Uh, see, what was it, Dolphin C. Clark? Any significantly advanced technology will appear as magic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it yeah. will. And it I mean, will. if they if they can transfer, you know, their cells like, you know, we appear to see when those things visit, uh, we really don't want them to show up and be benevolent or not. <laughs> you know? No, I want to stay here. I mean, I, in my mind, here's the way I view our part of the universe, even though, you know, I don't know how true this is or not. You know, I, you know, I, I, I'm impacted by my some religious upbringings. I'm impacted by things that I've learned on my own through the years. But I kind of envision us being like, um, like, there's a big super highway out there. There always is, whether it be in, uh, on, the, on a major, you know, continent or maybe it be in cyberspace. There's a, there's a super highway out there somewhere. And I kind of envision us being kind of like where we are physically, which is kind of like way down some back road out there. And then we're yeah. so small and insignificant that we're probably just like, you know, there, there's a flea out there. And we're probably maybe... Whatever crawls on a flea's back to irritate him. To, to uh, three miles from the major highway, you know, it's kind of where we're at in my mind in our yeah. galaxy. Yeah. Well, I be you know, I, I, you could be right. I mean, you know, we're way back. I figure we're back in the backwoods because I mean, we do have enough technology to be able to view pretty deep in space. And um, I. You know, you're still talking blind chance on this stuff because, you know, heck, if you look at degrees of angle as distance increases, I mean, you know, heck, <laughs> you know, one 
micrometer here would be, you know, hundreds of billions of miles further out there. So who knows what you miss? Uh, What I'm saying. So, uh, but I do think that, you know, if there was, if we were near some kind of a super highway, I kind of think we would have had a little more indication from now. I would really like us to find a way to confirm that there is absolutely life on another planet. And maybe even, you know, maybe a little advanced exploring, something, something like that. I would love for us to find that out. But I don't want us to want them to come here shit because... No, no, no. But no we, we don't we, even we, know. I mean, because, I mean, hey, uh, the, the values of a different people, you know, you yeah. can't be hollering, you know, well, oh, you're godless. Well, how can you holler godless to somebody who's never been any exposure to your culture and vice versa? I mean, heck, in their culture, uh, just example, I mean, ever, you know, Women surface every every male of their species, and that's just our culture, and it's absolutely accepted. Well, people here are gonna freak the hell out and want to start giving them women's rights and shit. <laughs> you know, and you know, mind your business. We don't mind our own business between us. We sure as hell can't mind our business with an, an alien species. You know. Now that's just my opinion. But I would like to see us know for sure because I think that would help. Uh, unify us a little more as a people. But, eh, yeah. I don't know. It's just hopeful. <laughs> of course, the other part of that ties into that 3001, which is where, you know, there really was, uh, in 3001, in the book and in the story, uh, you know, they had constructed something that would go up to the moon, I believe it is, and people lived there, and it was kind of like there was a, a sheet that goes off, and there was people from other galaxies maybe there because of the porthole that they had found out there. You know, I mean, it's, it, it, it's complicated. But man, you know, that's your superhighway. It's, it's portals. I mean, you know, they used to say that black holes were a way to do it. And then they, I remember the big fight with physicists being, well, you know, uh, I'm on, I got a point here. With, you know, they're talking about, well, is information survive a black hole? You know, and Hawkins said it, you know, one, one said it didn't, one said it did. And then, the, you know, Hawkins went back later and said that it would. But what really changed things for me is two or three different things that just kind of blows my mind about existence. And it makes me ponder all this stuff because it makes it extremely important to at least look at. One is that you've already mentioned about the speed of objects through space. You know, of course, I, I, I tell the story of being in a classroom and realizing that I was on a ball of dirt, rock, and water and beautiful, spinning around a huge ball of nuclear fusion at 66,000 miles per hour. And the, and the solar system is moving 1.2 how many ever miles per second and there's just a vast amount of speed going on there. The, and, and, and this one little bitty solar system, which is vast beyond what we can even comprehend, that's our home and it's speeding through this galaxy and then this shit's moving through the universe. And this, you know, this kind of just blew me away. That was the first thing. 